The following is a Relevant Radio program and is protected under U.S. copyright laws. This program is made possible through the contributions of listeners like you. Support Relevant Radio by clicking on the Donate icon at www.relevantradio.com. Here we are. It's Monday, Monday. Good morning. I'm Paul Sadek. This is Daybreak on Relevant Radio and the Relevant Radio app. It's Monday, October 3rd, 2022, Monday of the 27th week in Ordinary Time. In the Missal, it's Liturgical Year C, Cycle 2. Monday is a day to pray the joyful mysteries of the Rosary. And our saint today is St. Theodora Guerin. Born in 1798 in France, her life was shattered by her father's murder when she was just 15. For several years, she cared for her mother and younger sister. She entered the Sisters of Providence in 1823. Now, at the invitation of the Bishop of Vincennes, Indiana, Sister Theodore and five sisters were sent to St. Mary of the Woods, Indiana in 1840 to teach and care for the sick poor. She was to establish a mother house and novitiate. Only later did she learn that her French superiors had already decided the sisters in the United States should form a new religious congregation under her leadership. Mother Theodora and her community persevered despite fires, crop failures, prejudice against Catholic women religious, misunderstandings and separation from their original religious congregation. Mother Theodora was buried in the Church of the Immaculate Conception, now the shrine of St. Mother Theodora in St. Mary of the Woods, Indiana. She died in 1856. St. Theodora Guerin, pray for us. And let's offer this day to the Lord. Eternal Father, I offer you everything I do this day, my work, my prayers, my apostolic efforts, my time with family and friends, my hours of relaxation, my difficulties, problems, distress, which I shall try to bear with patience. Join these, my gifts, to the unique offering which Jesus Christ, your Son, renews today in the Eucharist. Grant, I pray, that vivified by the Holy Spirit and united to the Sacred Heart of Jesus and the Immaculate Heart of Mary, my life this day may be of service to you and your children and help consecrate the world to you. Amen. And we join Pope Francis in praying for the Church, ever faithful to and courageous in preaching the Gospel. May the Church be a community of solidarity, fraternity, and welcome always living in an atmosphere of synodality. Ten Minutes with Jesus is a guided meditation on the gospel of the day prepared by a Catholic priest. Here's today's Ten Minutes with Jesus. My Lord and my God, I firmly believe that you are here, that you see me, that you hear me. I adore you with profound reverence. I ask your pardon for my sins and the grace to make this time of prayer fruitful. My Immaculate Mother, St. Joseph, my Father and Lord, my Guardian Angel, intercede for me. We have begun the month of October, and October is known for many things. Um, Perhaps what comes to many people's minds is Halloween. Although I like to think of October as the month of Teresa, because we have two great saints. Uh, We celebrated already the Feast of Teresa of the Child Jesus on October 1st. And we will celebrate 
the Feast of Teresa of Jesus on October 13th. And you might be thinking to yourself, well, who is who? That those names sound very similar. Teresa of the Child Jesus, Teresa of Jesus. And we know, right, that Teresa of the Child Jesus is Therese of Lisieux, also known as the Little Flower. And then we have Teresa of Jesus, who is Teresa of Avila, St. Teresa of Avila. Both of them doctors of the church, uh, incredibly um, inspiring mystics who have written beautiful things, which I highly recommend that you read. They're mega saints of the church, and they both are celebrated in October. And maybe we have the difficulty of remembering who is who because their names are so similar. Teresa of the Child Jesus, Teresa of Jesus. But in either case, we can celebrate the fact that they were very much of Jesus. And that's what we all want. We all want to belong to you, Jesus, to be of Jesus, to be yours, to belong totally to you. And we can begin this time of prayer making this petition to you, Jesus. I want to belong more and more to you, just like Teresa of Lisieux, just like Teresa of Avila. And today in the gospel, we're presented with a question, a question that was made to you, Jesus, by the scribe who, who asks, what must I do to gain eternal life? It's a question that he asks you, but it's also a question that every saint asks God. What must I do to gain eternal life? There's a wonderful anecdote from Teresa of Avila's life. When she and her brother escaped from home to join the Crusades. And it's a pretty funny story where they, they read um, the lives of the saints and they find out that really the quickest way to get to heaven is to die a martyr. This is from, uh, from the biography. When Teresa was six, she slipped away from her home with her older brother, Rodrigo, aged 10. Both intended to go to the land of the Moors, so, so the land of the, of the Islamic people, of the Holy Land, to teach the gospel and to seek the glory of martyrdom. Teresa appears to have been the driving force behind the attempt to go away, buoyed up as she was by the stories of the saints in which she immersed herself. And so they passed through the Adaha Gate, they left their town, but when they crossed the bridge on their way to die as martyrs in the land of the Moors, they were met by one of their uncles who brought them back to their mother. So their plan to run away was foiled. This is St. Teresa remembering this moment. One of my brothers was nearly of my own age, and he it was whom I most loved, though I was very fond of them all, and they of me. Rodrigo and I used to read the lives of the saints together. When I read of martyrdom, undergone by the saints for the love of God, it struck me that the vision of God was very cheaply purchased, and I had a great desire to die a martyr's death, not out of any love of him of which I was conscious, but that I might most quickly attain to the fruition of those great joys of which I read that they were reserved in heaven. And I used to discuss with my brother how we could become martyrs. We decided to go together to the country of the Moors, begging our way for the love of God, that we might be there beheaded. And our Lord, I believe, had given us courage enough, even at so tender an age, if we could have found the means to proceed. But our greatest difficulty seemed to be our father and mother. It astonished us greatly to find it said 
in what we were reading that pain and bliss were everlasting. We happened very often to talk about this, and we had a pleasure in repeating frequently, forever, forever. Through the constant uttering of these words, our Lord was pleased that I should receive an abiding impression of the way of truth when I was yet a child. Jesus, the life of this saint and of her childhood with her brother, it's impressive. Their simple, childlike understanding of heaven, of heaven, of eternal life, as being forever, forever. That heaven and hell, those are things that last. Right? She says she read that pain and bliss were everlasting, that they last forever, and that those words sunk into her mind, and that gave her this conviction that it takes everything to get there. We got to get to that bliss that is everlasting and avoid that pain, which is everlasting. We got to get to heaven and avoid hell. And so that conviction is so strong that it sets her on a journey. And she and her brother run out to go to the land of the Moors and die a martyr's death. They want a quick path. It's a beautiful thing. And we see this in the gospel, right? How the scribe asks, teacher, what must I do to inherit eternal life? What do I got to do to get to heaven? Jesus, we ask you the same question. And how do you respond? You say, what is written in the law? How do you read it? The scribe said in reply, you shall love the Lord your God with all your heart, with all your being, with all your strength, and with all your mind, and your neighbor as yourself. Jesus replied to him, you have answered correctly. Do this, and you will live. And we know that the gospel goes on from there because the scribe asked, well, who is my neighbor? And we hear the parable of the Good Samaritan. But we can detain ourselves on that question, that same question, to you, Jesus, what must I do to gain eternal life? How can I have the same level of desire that the saints had, that Teresa of Avila had? How can I really want to be with you so badly that I'll do whatever it takes? And Jesus, you respond that to, to inherit eternal life, we need to love you with all our heart, with all our being, with all our strength, with all our mind, and to love our neighbor as ourselves. So we need to love you with all of our heart and then to love you through those that you put on our path. You know, Teresa of Avila wanted to die a martyr's death. She wanted to go and be beheaded. And, and she's thinking this when she's six years old. Well, we also want to die a martyr's death, meaning we want to lay our lives down for Christ. But it may not be a physical martyrdom, you know, something dramatic like being beheaded. St. Josemaria used to say that we are probably called to be martyrs in the everyday, to die to ourselves little by little every day of our life, to be a martyr without calling ourselves one, to pass unnoticed, and to gradually and heroically give ourselves over completely to Jesus with all our heart, with all our being, with all our strength, and to give ourselves to our, our neighbor our loved ones, those around us, the people we deal with every day, as ourselves, right? to truly give ourselves completely to Jesus through the others. And that is to be a martyr without calling ourselves martyrs. 
just like Teresa of Lisieux, just like Teresa of Avila, we want to be of Jesus, totally and completely. We can ask Our Lady that she teach us what that means in the everyday, to die little by little to ourselves so that we can give ourselves completely to him with all our heart, with all our being, with all our strength. I thank you, my God, for the good resolutions, affections, and inspirations that you've communicated to me in this meditation. I ask your help in putting them into effect. My Immaculate Mother, St. Joseph, my Father and Lord, my Guardian Angel, intercede for me. You'll find more of 10 Minutes with Jesus at RelevantRadio.com and on the Relevant Radio app. It's 16 minutes past the hour on Daybreak. It's Daybreak on Relevant Radio and the Relevant Radio app on Monday of the 27th week in Ordinary Time, October 3rd, 2022. I'm Paul Sadek. We begin this day of prayer joining with the whole church led by our friends at DivineOffice.org in the Invitatory Psalm and the Office of Readings. Lord, open my lips. And and my my mouth mouth will proclaim your praise. Let us approach the Lord with praise and thanksgiving. Let us approach the Lord with praise and thanksgiving. The Lord's is the earth and its fullness, the world and all its peoples. It is he who set it on the seas, on the waters he made it firm. Let us approach the Lord with praise and thanksgiving. Who shall climb the mountain of the Lord? Who shall stand in his holy place? The man with clean hands and pure heart, who desires not worthless things, who has not sworn so as to deceive his neighbor. Let us approach the Lord with praise and thanksgiving. He shall receive blessings from the Lord and reward from the God who saves him. Such are the men who seek him. Seek the face of the God of Jacob. Let us approach the Lord with praise and thanksgiving. O gates, lift high your heads, grow higher ancient doors. Let him enter, the King of glory. Let us approach the Lord with praise and thanksgiving. Who is the King of glory? The Lord, the mighty, the valiant, the Lord, the valiant in war. Let us approach the Lord with praise and thanksgiving. O gates, lift high your heads, grow higher ancient doors. Let him enter, the King of glory. Let us approach the Lord with praise and thanksgiving. Who is he, the King of glory? 
He the Lord of armies, He is the King of glory. Let us approach the Lord with praise and thanksgiving. Glory to the Father and to the Son and to the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning, is now, and will be forever. Amen. Let us approach the Lord with praise and thanksgiving. God will be made manifest. He will not come in silence. Our, Our God, God will be made manifest. manifest. He, he will, will not come, come in, in silence. silence. The God of gods, the Lord, has spoken and summoned the earth from the rising of the sun to its setting. Out of Zion's perfect beauty, he shines. Our God comes. He keeps silence no longer. Before him, fire devours. Around him, tempest rages. He calls on the heavens and the earth to witness his judgment of his people. Summon before me my people, who made covenant with me by sacrifice. The heavens proclaim his justice, for God himself is the judge. Glory to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as, as it was, was in the beginning, beginning is now, and, and will be forever. Amen. Our God will be made manifest. He will not come in silence. Offer to God the sacrifice of praise. Offer to God the sacrifice of praise. Listen, my people. I will speak. Israel, I will testify against you, for I am God, your God. I accuse you, lay the charge before you. I find no fault with your sacrifices. Your offerings are always before me. I do not ask more bullocks from your farms, nor goats from among your herds. For I own all the beasts of the forest. Beast in their thousands on my hills. I know all the birds in the sky. All that moves in the field belongs to me. Were I hungry, 
I would not tell you, for I own the world and all it holds. Do you think I eat the flesh of bulls or drink the blood of goats? Pay your sacrifice of thanksgiving to God and render him your votive offerings. Call on me in the day of distress. I will free you and you shall honor me. Glory to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as As it was was in the beginning, beginning, is now, and and will be forever. Amen. Offer to God the sacrifice of praise. I want a loving heart more than sacrifice, knowledge of my ways more than holocausts. I want a loving heart more than sacrifice, Knowledge of my ways more than holocausts. But God says to the wicked, But how can you recite my commandments and take my covenant on your lips, you who despise my law and throw my words to the winds? You who see a thief and go with him, who throw in your lot with adulterers, who unbridle your mouth for evil and whose tongue is plotting crime. You who sit and malign your brother and slander your own mother's son, you do this, and should I keep silence? Do you think that I am like you? Mark this, you who never think of God, lest I seize you and you cannot escape. A sacrifice of thanksgiving honors me and I will show God's salvation to the upright. Glory to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as As it was was in the beginning, beginning, is now, and and will be forever. Amen. I want a loving heart more than sacrifice, knowledge of my ways more than holocausts. Listen, my people, and I will speak. I am the Lord, your God. From the first letter of the Apostle Paul to Timothy. First of all, I urge that petitions, prayers, intercessions, and thanksgiving be offered for all men, especially for kings and those in authority, that we may be able to live undisturbed and tranquil lives in perfect piety and dignity. Prayer of this kind is good, and God our Savior is pleased with it, for he wants all men to be saved and come to know the truth. And the truth is this. God is one. One also is the mediator between God and men, the man Christ Jesus who gave himself as a ransom for all. This truth was attested at the fitting time. I have been made its herald and apostle. Believe me, I'm not lying, but speak the truth, the teacher of the nations in the true faith. It is my wish, then, that in every place the men shall offer prayers with blameless hands held aloft, and be free from anger and dissension. Similarly, the women must deport themselves properly 
they should dress modestly and quietly, and not be decked out in fancy hairstyles, gold ornaments, pearls, or costly clothing. Rather, as becomes women who profess to be religious, their adornment should be good deeds. A woman must learn in silence and be completely submissive. I do not permit a woman to act as teacher or in any way to have authority over a man. She must be quiet. For Adam was created first, Eve afterward. Moreover, it was not Adam who was deceived, but the woman. It was she who was led astray and fell into sin. She will be saved through childbearing, provided she continues in faith and love and holiness, her chastity, of course, being taken for granted. The Word of the Lord There is only one God and one mediator between God and men, the man, Christ Jesus. He gave himself as a ransom for all. He had to become like his brothers in every way so that he might show them compassion. He gave, he gave himself as a ransom for all. From a Treatise on Cain and Abel by St. Ambrose, Bishop Offer God a sacrifice of praise and fulfill your vows to the Most High. If you praise God, you offer your vow and fulfill the promise you have made. So the Samaritan leper healed by the Lord's word of command gained greater credit than the other nine. He alone returned to Christ, praising God and giving thanks. Jesus said of him, There was no one to come back and thank God except for this foreigner. He tells him, Stand up and go on your way, for your faith has made you whole. The Lord Jesus, in his divine wisdom, taught you about the goodness of the Father, who knows how to give good things, so that you might ask for the things that are good from goodness itself. He urges you to pray earnestly and frequently, not offering long and wearisome prayers, but praying often and with perseverance. Lengthy prayers are usually filled with empty words, while neglect of prayer results in indifference to prayer. Again, Christ urges you, when you ask forgiveness for yourself, to be especially generous to others, so that your actions may commend your prayer. The Apostle, too, teaches you how to pray. You must avoid anger and contentiousness, so that your prayer may be serene and wholesome. He tells you also that every place is a place of prayer, though our Savior says, Go into your room. But by room, you must understand not a room enclosed by walls that imprison your body, but the room that is within you, the room where you hide your thoughts, where you keep your affections. This room of prayer is always with you, wherever you are, and it is always a secret room where only God can see you. You are told to pray especially for the people, that is, for the whole body, for all its members, the family of your mother, the church. The badge of membership in this body is love for each other, if you pray only for yourself, you pray for yourself alone. If each one prays for himself, he receives less from God's goodness than the one who prays on behalf of others. But as it is, 
because each prays for all. All are, in fact, praying for each one. To conclude, if you pray only for yourself, you will be praying, as we said, for yourself alone. But if you pray for all, all will pray for you, for you are included in all. In this way, there is a great recompense. Through the prayers of each individual, the intercession of the whole people is gained for each individual. There is here no pride, but an increase of humility and a richer harvest from prayer. Hear, O God, my cry for help. Listen to my prayer. From From the the ends ends of the the earth earth, I I call to you. You, my God, have received my vows and given me the heritage of those who fear your name. From From the the ends ends of the the earth earth, I I call to you. Let us pray. Almighty, ever-living God, who in the abundance of your kindness surpass the merits and the desires of those who entreat you, pour out your mercy upon us to pardon what conscience dreads and to give what prayer does not dare to ask. Through our Lord Jesus Christ, your Son, who lives and reigns with you in the unity of the Holy Spirit, God, forever and ever. Amen. 25 minutes before the hour, we'll check out today's gospel in just a few minutes, along with In Conversation with God and Morning Prayer, all coming up on Daybreak on Relevant Radio and the Relevant Radio app. It's Monday, October 3rd, 2022. I'm Paul Sadek, and this is Daybreak on Relevant Radio and the Relevant Radio app. In today's Gospel from Truth and Life, the dramatized audio Bible, it's the parable of the Good Samaritan from the 10th chapter of the Gospel of Luke. And behold, a lawyer stood up to put him to the test. Teacher, what shall I do to inherit eternal life. What is written in the law? How do you read? You shall love the Lord your God with all your heart and with all your soul and with all your strength and with all your mind and your neighbor as yourself. You have answered right. Do this and you will live. But the lawyer, desiring to justify himself, said to Jesus, And who is my neighbor? A man was going down from Jerusalem to Jericho, and he fell among robbers, who stripped him and beat him and departed, leaving him half dead. Now by chance, a priest was going down that road, and when he saw him, he passed by on the other side. So likewise, a Levite, when he came to the place and saw him, passed by on the other side. But a Samaritan as he journeyed, came to where the man was, and when he saw him, he had compassion, and went to him and bound up his wounds, pouring on oil and wine. Then he set him on his own beast and brought him to an inn and took care of him. The next day he took out two denarii and gave them to the innkeeper. Take care of him. And whatever more you spend, I will repay you when I come back. Which of these three do you think proved neighbor to the man who fell among the robbers? The one who showed mercy on him. Go and do likewise. 
This selection from Truth and Life, the dramatized audio Bible courtesy of Falcon Picture Group, daily and Sunday Mass readings are on the relevant radio app. So the question remains, who actually is my neighbor? Well, in telling the parable, Jesus makes the answer really pretty simple. Today's reading from In Conversation with God by Father Francisco Fernandez Carvajal is from Volume 5, Ordinary Time. The parable was inspired by the question, Who is my neighbor? In order to make his point as clearly as possible, the Lord examines the behavior in a particular situation of different types of people. Now a priest happened to be traveling down the same road, but when he saw the man, he passed by on the other side. In the same way, a Levite who came to the place saw him and passed by on the other side. But a Samaritan traveler who came upon him was moved with compassion when he saw him. He went up and bandaged his wounds, pouring oil and wine on them. He then lifted him onto his own mount, carried him to the inn, and looked after him. Jesus wants to teach us that our neighbor is whoever happens to be near us without regard to race, political beliefs, or age. And it may happen that our neighbor needs help. The Master has given us an example of how we should behave. This Samaritan, Christ, washed our sins, suffered for us, and carried the half-dead man who is our sinful self to the inn, which is the church. The church is open to everyone. She never closes her doors or denies her assistance to anyone. It was Jesus who said, Come to me. Once the Samaritan has taken the traveler to the inn, he does not leave the rescued victim immediately. He stays with him all day to watch over his recovery. When the Samaritan leaves the following day, he makes sure he pays the innkeeper in advance for the traveler's lodgings. He entrusts the innkeeper, the angels of his church, with the care of the traveler. This help will, the Samaritan hopes, lead the traveler to heaven. The Lord encourages us to live a compassion which is both effective and practical. We should provide the proper remedy for our neighbors in need. They may be suffering for different reasons. Their wounds may be caused by loneliness or lack of love or abandonment. Their needs may be needs of the body, hunger, clothing, shelter, employment. Perhaps they are suffering the grave wound of ignorance. Maybe their hurt is the moral wound of sin, which can be cured by the sacrament of penance. The church is the inn located along the road of life. She receives those travelers who are worn out from their journey, who bring with them the baggage of their past sins. Here, travelers can be freed from the weight of sin so that they may rest and take nourishment to enable them to continue on their way. We should do what we can to alleviate poverty just as Christ did in his earthly life. What better way to identify ourselves with the Master than through the exercise of charity and compassion? In its various forms, material deprivation, unjust oppression, physical and psychological illnesses, and finally death, Human misery is the obvious sign of the natural condition of weakness in which man finds himself since original sin and the sign of his need for salvation. Hence, it drew the compassion of Christ the Savior to take it upon himself and to be identified with the least of his brethren. Hence, also, those who are oppressed by poverty are the object of a love of preference on the part of the church. 
which since her origin and in spite of the failings of many of her members, has not ceased to work for their relief, defense, and liberation. Whenever we draw near to someone in need, we have to do so with great empathy, making their misfortune our very own. The Venerable Louis of Granada has pointed out that something more than just sympathy is often required. Without doubt, therefore, he who desires to please God must fulfill this great precept of charity, not only in word, but also in deed. He later adds, Among the works comprising charity to our neighbor, the following are the most important. Advice, counsel, succor, forbearance, pardon, edification. These are so strongly linked with charity that the practice of them indicates the progress we have made in the practice of this greatest of virtues. In Conversation with God by Francis Fernandez is published by Scepter Publishers. You'll find it at your local Catholic bookstore. Fifteen minutes before the hour, we pray with the whole church. We're led by our friends at DivineOffice.org in morning prayer. God, come to my assistance. Lord, make haste to help me. Glory to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit. As it was in the beginning, is now, and will be forever. Amen. Alleluia. Blessed are they who dwell in your house, O Lord. Blessed are they who dwell in your house, O Lord. How lovely is your dwelling place, Lord God of hosts. My soul is longing and yearning, is yearning for the courts of the Lord. My heart and my soul ring out their joy to God, the living God. The sparrow herself finds a home, and the swallow a nest for her brood. She lays her young by your altars, Lord of hosts, my King and my God. They are happy who dwell in your house. 
forever singing your praise. They are happy whose strength is in you, in whose hearts are the roads to Zion. As they go through the bitter valley, they make it a place of springs. The autumn rain covers it with blessings. They walk with ever-growing strength. They will see the God of gods in Zion. O Lord God of hosts, hear my prayer. Give ear, O God of Jacob. Turn your eyes, O God, our shield. Look on the face of your anointed. One day within your courts is better than a thousand elsewhere. The threshold of the house of God I prefer to the dwellings of the wicked. For the Lord God is a rampart, a shield. He will give us his favor and glory. The Lord will not refuse any good to those who walk without blame. Lord God of hosts, happy the man who trusts in you. Glory to the Father and to the Son and to the Holy Spirit. As As it was was in the beginning, beginning, is now, now, and and will will be forever. forever. Amen. Let us pray. Bless your people, Lord. You have given us the law that we may walk from strength to strength and raise our minds to you from this valley of tears. May we receive the gifts you have gained for us. Blessed are they who dwell in your house, O Lord. Come, let us climb the mountain of the Lord. Come, Come, let let us climb the mountain of the Lord. In days to come, the mountain of the Lord's house shall be established as the highest mountain and raised above the hills. All nations shall stream toward it. Many people shall come and say, Come, let us climb the Lord's mountain to the house of the God of Jacob, that he may instruct us in his ways, and we may walk in his paths. For from Zion shall go forth instruction, and the word of the Lord from Jerusalem. He shall judge between the nations and impose terms on many peoples. They shall beat their swords into plowshares and their spears into pruning hooks. One nation shall not rise the sword against another, nor shall they train for war again. O house of Jacob, come, let us walk in the light of the Lord. Glory to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as it was was in the beginning, beginning, is now, now, and and will be forever. Amen. Come, Come, let let us us climb the mountain mountain of the Lord. Sing to the Lord, and bless his name. Sing to the Lord and bless his name. O sing a new song to the Lord. Sing to the Lord, all the earth. O sing to the Lord, bless his name. Proclaim his help day by day. Tell among the nations his glory and his wonders among all the peoples. The Lord is great and worthy of praise, to be feared above all gods. The gods of the heathens are not. 
It was the Lord who made the heavens. His are majesty and state and power and splendor in his holy place. Give the Lord, you families of people. Give the Lord glory and power. Give the Lord the glory of his name. Bring an offering and enter his courts. Worship the Lord in his temple. O earth, tremble before him. Proclaim to the nations, God is king. The world he made firm in its place. He will judge the peoples in fairness. Let the heavens rejoice and the earth be glad. Let the sea and all within it thunder praise. Let the land and all it bears rejoice. All the trees of the wood shout for joy at the presence of the Lord. For he comes, he comes to rule the earth. With justice he will rule the world. He will judge the peoples with his truth. Glory to the Father and to the Son and to the Holy Spirit. As, As it was, was in the beginning, beginning is, is now, now and, and will, will be forever. forever. Amen. Lord, you have renewed the face of the earth. Your church throughout the world sings you a new song announcing your wonders to all. Through a virgin, you have brought forth a new birth in our world. Through your miracles, a new power. Through your suffering, a new patience. In your resurrection, a new hope. And in your ascension, new majesty. Sing to the Lord and bless his name. A reading from the book of James. Always speak and act as men destined for judgment under the law of freedom. Merciless is the judgment on the man who has not shown mercy, but mercy triumphs over judgment. The Word of the Lord. Thanks, Thanks be, be to God. God. Blessed be the Lord our God, blessed from age to age. Blessed be the Lord our God, blessed from age to age. His marvelous works are beyond compare. Blessed from age to age. Glory to the Father and to the Son and to the Holy Spirit. Blessed be the Lord our God, blessed from age to age. Blessed be the Lord our God. Blessed be the Lord, the God of Israel. He has come to his people and set them free. He has raised up for us a mighty Savior, born of the house of his servant David. Through his holy prophets, he promised of old that he would save us from our enemies, from the hands of all who hate us. He promised to show mercy to our fathers and to remember his holy covenant. This was the oath he swore to our father Abraham, to set us free from the hands of our enemies, free to worship him without fear, holy and righteous in his sight all the days of our life. You, my child, shall be called the prophet of the Most High, for you will go before the Lord to prepare his way, to give his people knowledge of salvation by the forgiveness of their sins. 
In the tender compassion of our God, the dawn from on high shall break upon us to shine on those who dwell in darkness and the shadow of death and to guide our feet into the way of peace. Glory to the Father and to the Son and to the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning, is now, and will be forever. Amen. Amen. Blessed be the Lord our God. Man was created to glorify God through his deeds. Let us earnestly pray. May we give glory to your name, Lord. May we give glory to your name, Lord. We bless you, Creator of all things. For you have given us the goods of the earth and brought us to this day. May May we we give give glory glory to your name, Lord. Look with favor on us as we begin our daily work. Let us be fellow workers with you. May May we we give give glory glory to your name, Lord. Make our work today benefit our brothers and sisters. That with them and for them we may build an earthly city pleasing to you. May May we we give give glory glory to your name, Lord. Grant joy and peace to us. And to all we meet this day. May May we we give give glory glory to your name, Lord. Now let us offer together the prayer our Lord Jesus Christ taught us. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. Lord God, King of heaven and earth, direct our minds and bodies throughout this day and make us holy. Keep us faithful to your law in thought, word, and deed. Be our helper now and always. Free us from sin and bring us to salvation in that kingdom where you live and reign with the Father and the Holy Spirit, God, forever and ever. Amen. Amen. May the Lord bless us, protect us from all evil, and bring us to everlasting life. Amen. Amen. A good start to the week, don't you think? Morning Air is coming up in just a few minutes with John and Glenn. Patrick Madrid a bit later on this morning. I'm Paul Sadek. I'll see you tomorrow morning, 4 a.m. Central or on the relevant radio app. Go out now, make this a great day and a great week, and live in the light of the Lord. Audio from the Liturgy of the Hours, courtesy of DivineOffice.org. Readings from In Conversation with God, courtesy of Scepter Publishers. Selections from Truth and Life, the dramatized audio Bible, courtesy of Falcon Picture Group. Ten Minutes with Jesus is used with permission. Daybreak is available on RelevantRadio.com and on the Relevant Radio app. Daybreak is a production of Relevant Radio. Relevant Radio.